Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hello again, my friends, and welcome back to another episode of Talkie Talkie Hippos. I have to apologize for being absent as of late. Uh, it appears that the computer I was using to record my podcast was going through some uh, some technical difficulties and and made it rather impossible to be able to record. So here I am with a, a brand new computer, brand new setup, and oh, just so many amazing new things to make sure I stay on track and and keep things going for you lovely people out there. And sadly, it's, you know, it, it breaks my heart that I, I couldn't record for so long because I, I understand it's, it's, you know, some people, they appreciate hearing the podcast, but also it's, 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 it's my own little passion project and I'm sure a bunch of people out there can understand what I mean when I say that if if you can't work on the things you're passionate about, well, it, it just it, it ruins your whole day. It ruins your week if you if you can't have the time to sit down and and work on something for some reason or another, whether it be a broken computer or or, or a car breaking down. You know, I I once had a friend and he. Uh, he had these these horrible issues with cars. He told me about this. This is a true story. It's it's terrifying, but it's a true story. He said that he was driving down the street, and he came up to this intersection. And at this intersection, there was there was a stoplight. It was a four-way stopping light. And and of course, knowing the basic rules of the road, he decided to look both ways. But when his light had turned green, it was his turn. He made sure to be very very specific about that. It was his turn, the light had gone green, and he had looked both ways. All the cars around him had stopped, and so he proceeded to go across the street, only to have some ignorant fool just just run through the red light at full speed. Oh, totaled his car. He was fine, but, you know, emotionally, you know, it, it hurt his pride a little bit, and uh, that's uh, that's understandable. Um, the most ironic thing was that he told me, he said, you know, the worst part about it is, I was on my way to get gas, and my car was totaled, and I had to laugh at that, I, I said, well, look at it on the bright side, you didn't get the gas and then total your car, <laughs> that, uh, that would have been a, a pretty strange predicament to be in, but then he, he said, he's like, but wait, there's more. And I said, I said, there's more to this this horrible story. You, you told me you've lost a car. You totaled the car because someone, someone had ran the red light. Now you're telling me there's more to this story. And he said, he said, yeah, there's more to the story. What what happened was, this was I I think he said it was in in June. Oh no 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 no, it was it was September. Yes, it was September because he said that in December, just three months later. Sadly, this was also right before his birthday. He said this was this was five minutes before his birthday. He was working late at, at night, and oh, I felt so bad for him. 
he was at the same intersection, although this time he was coming across the other way. He was at the same intersection. And once again, he waited for his turn, looked both ways. Twice even, he, he made sure to be extra precautious. And he, he, he looked both ways two times before carefully proceeding out, and then only to be hit by another person. But this time, it was, as I said, it was almost midnight. He looked both ways. He didn't see any sort of headlight, so clearly, clearly the other person was, was not using his head. And, and luckily, uh, my friend didn't lose his head. And it's, oh, it's a scary thing to think about. And I said, my friend, you've... You've had some terrible luck with your, with your car troubles lately. You've had two different accidents at the same intersection with people running the red light. I, I don't know how I would deal with that. And he said, but wait, friend, there's more. And I said, friend, you're, you're kidding me. There can't be more. You've already had two cars that have been totaled by people running the red light. How could you possibly have more to this story? And he said, well, here's the strangest thing. He told me, he said, he said, friend, I have another friend who's, who's a bit of a mechanic. He said, I could probably fix this car for you. And you, your car would actually not necessarily be totaled. I, I could fix it up for you. We get the money from the insurance. And instead of scrapping the car, we just buy the parts. I fix it for you. And, and you'll be fine. You'll be good to go. And, of course, my friend said... Well, sure, let's let's go ahead and do that. Let's let's try, let's see what we can do, see how we can fix it. So they went ahead and they got through all the parts. They went and started adding everything. For a while his his car looked rather rather bizarre. It, it was originally it was a it was a red car, but then it had a, a black hood and it was it was so strange, but it it, lo it looked right for him. It, it it he had that kind of personality that it it looked right for him to drive. But I digress. So he tells me, he said, he said one day, another day, he's going home from work. This, clearly, when he's around his work area, these accidents are just horribly lined up for him. Well, he said, I was going down the highway. This was, this was in March, so another three months later, it was March. I was going down the highway, just, you know, following the rules of the road, and out of nowhere, out of nowhere, the hood of my car flies up and hits the windshield. Needless to say, when he was telling me the story, I was taken back. Sadly, and this is this is terrifying to hear, he had told me, he said, The saddest thing is, I think I was so used to it. Because my actual reaction in real time was, Oh my gosh! Oh, let me look around me. Okay, no one's behind me. Let me put my hazard lights on and pull over. He didn't even give it a second thought. He was just so used to this happening to him with his car troubles that he just, he, he didn't even know what to do. It was it was so bizarre to me. Well, turns out, and this is so strange, he was lucky. He was lucky that there was no one beside, in front, or behind him. That his vision, though it was impaired, he did not hit into anything else. So he pulls to the side of the road, and it turns out, I have never heard of this. He had never heard of this. His mechanic friend, who came to thankfully help him get out of the road, had never heard of this. And he had said that apparently the latch that is supposed to hold down the hood of the car had gotten so old and so rusted that it just snapped right off. Just out of nowhere. But 
even stranger was that it looked like a clean break. Like if he was in a spy movie and he was the main hero, someone would have tried to sabotage his car by just about completely laser cutting through the latch till it had just a little bit more of a hold until enough wind resistance would pull it back and rip it off. I, I had never heard that. Well, since this had been the car that he was fixing up, he, he, he told his friend, he said, you know what? This is strike two. I don't think I need a strike three to tell me that I'm out. And and even weirder, they, um, the weirdest thing about it was that, I kid you not, he went to go sell the car for parts and he, he would just go buy a new car after that. He told me that they said they were investigating into the car, they were looking into the car, and the strangest thing, he said, he said it, he said, this is strike two, I don't need strike three to tell me I'm out. Turns out, there was a crack in the engine block, and that car was ready to go. It, it was a bomb ready to blow up, and and he was right. Strike three would have been he was out. It, it, it's terrifying in retrospect when you think about that sort of thing. But he he got another car, and he he started driving around. And I said, friend, you've you've been through quite an ordeal. And he said, but friend. And I said, no, don't, don't you, don't you tell me. I know what you're thinking. Do not tell me that there is more to this. And he said, friend, I have to tell you, there is one more. And I said, are you serious? You have, oh, goodness, this, this is a roller coaster of emotions we're going through here. That you are telling me that you have had four different incidents with a car accident. And he said, no, 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 no. I personally was not involved in the fourth one. I just happened to witness it, and this is where my intrigue was piqued. I said, all right, friend, I'll bite. Uh, what, what exactly are you trying to tell me? Well, you said, I noticed, this is the strange thing, is that I noticed the first one happened in September, the second in December, the third in March. They were three months apart. Well, I, of course, my first thought was, don't tell me that in June something happened to your car. He said, no, 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 funny enough. Uh, June came by, and I was in the clear. Nothing had happened, and I was thinking to myself, Oh, good, I'm safe. There's nothing here, and and we're fine. It's going to be just fine. We're going to be all good to go. And he said, he said, Friend, no, I, uh, I have to tell you, in July, in July is when I witnessed this. Now, he had since got the new car. He's been driving around. Well, in July, he comes up, and he's in... The same intersection. He's in the lane at the light at the same intersection as before. But he's in the center lane. He's about to go across. And he witnesses. This is terrifying to me. He witnesses someone coming across during a red light. Someone coming across during the red light. Someone taking their turn appropriately as he had done in the past. Although this time, the person in the right light actually hits the oncoming car, which then comes into the turning lane on his side and turns into a three-car collision. Oh my goodness, he said he was so close, he could see the windshields cracking, he saw shards of glass, he was lucky to not have the glass hit him in the eye, or worse, have the cars hit him. But from what he told me, he booked it right out of there, that was, whew, that could have been terrifying, I can't even imagine that. Where was I? Oh, oh, yes, but my point is, 
he couldn't do anything that he wanted to do, and and it's it's sad to think that something as out of your control as people not watching where they're going, or, or or freak accidents like your hood flying up, or even your computer dying on you, not allowing you to finish your podcast. It just it can really take the energy out of you, and it just it can ruin your entire week. Well, uh, I apologize. I seem to have gone a little bit of a rambling there, but. Thank you again for listening to another episode of Talky Talky Hippo. Best friends and Broadway superfans Jeff and Judy wait at the stage door every night to catch a glimpse of their idol Adina Menzel in the hilarious new comedy, Which Way to the Stage? But when a sexy stranger enters the scene and upends their friendship, Jeff and Judy have to go off book to rewrite their own finale. Called the best new comedy since theaters reopened by The Wrap and Zippy Fun by The New York Times, Grab your best friend and see which way to the stage at Signature Theater now through January 22nd. Get tickets at SigTheater.org.